Vicky Potts, what is your favorite game? As my dog sort of peeks in the background. Hello, dog. My favorite game is pets. For as long as I can remember. My first console was a NES and I remember being around at a friend's house in like P1 and playing Sonic on the Sega Mega Drive. Um, then I got a SNES. I remember playing it was, it's Super Mario Brothers, like all the original Super Mario games. I got really obsessed with Super Mario and like got the original Game Boy with Super Mario on it. And that was just like, I don't remember a time before that. I don't remember not having that. Um, I think it was Christmas when I was six years old. My parents managed to get these Super Mario bedclothes. I don't know how they managed to get these Super Mario bedclothes in Belfast in like 1997 from just by some pure chance newspaper listing. But they managed to take me out of bed changed the bed clothes, put me back into bed. I slept through the whole thing and I woke up and I was just like, Super Mario, the Super Mario bed clothes. And that was, that was class. So I was really, really obsessed with Mario. Um, then, so got SNES, then I had a PS1, played a lot of Sonic, Nintendo 64, played a lot of Diddy Kong Racing, played a lot of GoldenEye. Um, so I was, I was quite fortunate. I, I got the consoles maybe a year or two after they'd already come out, but I, I played them to death. So it's quite fortunate. Like every couple of Christmases, I'd get something like that. And um, GoldenEye is a, was a staple in my household. Um, my mom and dad, I would make them play it all the time. And there was a character in it. I think when Jaws was in it, you'd be like, oh, I picked up like an agent card or something. You had to pick up a card as like a pickup item. And my parents, anytime someone was going to have a nap, they'd be like, I picked up a snooze card. We still say that like 20 years later from GoldenEye on the N64. So, yeah, it was just always kind of kind of there. Um, really fortunate. My parents were happy enough with me playing games and sort of encouraged it. I think <laughs> my dad came downstairs one night couldn't sleep and he was like trying to finish GoldenEye without me because I couldn't get past a certain bit so yeah he got he got into it as well mm. um so yeah pretty much all through primary school mm. probably spent more time playing games than I did talking to <laughs> talking to other people <laughs> what what other games were you sort of playing around that time as well like on uh especially PS1 and N64 anyway trying to think a lot of Diddy Kong Racing on N64 that was good mm. I didn't actually, I only had like three N64 games, I think. It was, there was like, um, it was like 1080 snowboarding. I had that, that was good. Um, then there was like a racing one. And I remember getting a Nintendo magazine one weekend and it had like, um, for the racing one, it was like, there's a secret track here and stuff. And like going through the level, trying to find that. Um, then there was GoldenEye and then there's Diddy Kong Racing. So it might've been only been about four. Some girl in my street had super mario world i think or super mario galaxy but i never i never had it 
just borrowed it. That's or, oh, I spent a lot of time in extra vision trying mm. to complete things before the weekend was up. Oh, and it never had a memory card either, so it was a real like I have to complete this. I can't turn this off. <laughs> oh, nothing. basically says Irish gamer than trying to complete a game before the rental period expires at extra vision. Kids these days, they do not know. They do not know. They the do. Hell. They do not know the pain of video shop rental expiry periods without you, a memory card you utter lucky bastards finish uh, it in one sitting you'd be really red faced by the end of it as well you'd be absolutely really sweaty oh my god you have no idea like basically um i remember renting this is completely irrelevant to what you just said um by trying to finish a game but basically i remember rent so about five minutes down the street from where i am in Derry, like i there used to be an old video shop there's it's now a restaurant basically but in that video shop you would have a pick of ps2 games and i remember playing for about 12 hours even though i had a memory card i remember playing 12 hours non-stop and i basically had no completion period did like in terms of finishing the game and all that there was no such thing i remember playing 12 hours straight NHL 2002. <laughs> and I love and I love the old NHL games in the PS2, but I looking back on it now, I just think what the fuck was I doing spending that long playing an NHL game? Oh here it's FIFA 98. That was my that was my advice. Oh. The one that has Fat Boy Slim in the intro music with Funk Soul Lover. Played mm. a lot of that. Oh god, I, that the the era of sports games around that time, like you're thinking, like you said, FIFA '98, but also as well FIFA 2000 and 2001. Oh, 2001 had the one with the. I don't know if you will played that, but 2001, especially the PS1 version. I don't know if the PS2 version had it, but the PS1 version I got for Christmas just before the week before I got my PS2. The PS1 version has this sort of scratch and smell. On the disc, where where this where the disc smells like an actual football pitch. Really, I did. I I recognize the white cover of the two thousand and one one. Mm. I feel like I saw that sitting somewhere. Mm. Um, but I got I got a PS two quite late. When did you get your PS two? Oh God, I feel like it must have been about three or four years after it came out. Because by Ooh. that point, I got the piece like. I'd always kind of had a desktop computer, but I started just playing games on that. Mm. So I, I completely missed like GameCube, Dreamcast, and Xbox. I completely missed that entire like era. Mm. Just sort of skipped it. And then, yeah, I got the, got the PS2. And then I didn't get a console again until, I guess Adam has a Switch and a PS4 that I, by extension, assume are part mine. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at me here but um yeah that's for anyone listening just to point out adam is vicky's business partner at white pot and my, my business my partners in crime life and business <laughs> things are not all related <laughs> oh, or already no <laughs> <laughs> um what game what when you got your ps2 what games were you playing i remember going to game in conswater with my mum in around 2006 a really vivid memory of this um getting tony hawk's american underground and coming home and 
playing that like I had a little box CRT TV in my room that the PS2 was plugged in like one of those ones with like a 10 inch screen uh, yeah and it was like oh I'm, I'm playing games up late shouldn't be doing this um it, it came with a guitar hero pack um as well so it had that and then I think the only other thing I played on it was Kingdom Hearts because again I wasn't oh you utter re- weeb you utter, utter I know weeb. I know I wasn't really I would borrow discs from friends um actually uh, I had a friend Asta she let me borrow her GTA can't remember which one but she went on holiday and I borrowed it for two weeks and it was like a harking back to my rental rental days I actually got Spyro 3 from Extra Vision when it came out and tried to play it that weekend oh so, Jesus uh, but there wasn't again spent a lot more time on the computer then mm. playing like Maple Story that kind of stuff so the poor PS2 didn't get much of a look in because my mom and dad they got it for me and then it was like Okay, all the games are like forty and fifty quid. <laughs> why? Why are we putting down forty, fifty quid for basically games that is on a system that, from what I understand, anyway, like you're barely playing anyway because you're playing a lot of the stuff on the computer anyway. I was, I was really bad with consoles. I had maybe like four or five games, and I just play those to death. I should be way better at Guitar Hero than I am <laughs> for the amount I played Guitar Hero. It is shocking when you have access to only Guitar Hero for months and you're you get to my age i'm 30 now and you're still as bad <laughs> at guitar hero as i am it is not good, not good oh dear oh dear 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 um besides besides pets and we'll, and we'll get into pets in a minute like what all, what all the games were you playing on the pc at the time i'm trying to think i'm i'm quite bad for playing one game for years at a time um played a lot of flash games there was um this little one called winter bells it was like by Arisenal, i think and it was literally just a browser flash game with a little white bunny going up and down bells and i thought that was uh, really cool my friends we'd play on msn and we'd send each other our scores um and then obviously a lot of roller coaster tycoon um the sims first sims that was good i had a friend who had every expansion pack and i borrowed those from her and then a family member of hers spilt beer on them or something. And I was like, no, my Sims. <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of Sims. So good. Sometimes I list, oh, see the original Sims 1 soundtrack? Mm. The, the Mallrat track, that is that is top tier. That's a good tune. <laughs> I just listen to that and repeat and it's, it's good. It's good shit. <laughs> it's such good shit. <laughs> it's good shit. <laughs> Oh, we got a little good Vinnie uh, Mac impression. What else? I feel like I've played so much, I just can't remember. There's a lot of story. What was the game you said that you were sort of sharing your scores with on MSN? It's Winter Bells Arisenal. Mm. It was a wee, a wee flash game. Mm. Let me see if I can find it here. It wasn't yeah. like a, it wasn't a well-known game by a any stretch well it might have been it was quite the uh, adobe flash player is no longer supported mm. it's a flash game so i'm not sure you, you know what uh what that reminds me of to an extent um it actually reminds me of this time last year with discord and stargazing <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> everyone, everyone in their ma was basically sort of posting their scores on Discord and just sort of shit talking across all the NI game servers. <laughs> best, the best one was um, Tina from Brain and Nerd. She was doing speed runs on Stargazing, which is, um, for those who don't know, it's a mobile game that White Pot Studios made. You can download it free now. Uh, getting the plugs in early, Johnny, today. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Not even, not even what, 10, 15 minutes on? <laughs> so Tina from Brandon Nerd was drawing on where the stars were with eyeliner before they loaded in. And then doing, like, so she could swipe between the stars immediately, his speed run. I thought it was very clever. Fuck. Should bring that back. Christmas tournament. <laughs> How I got into the industry, I I sort of brute forced my way in. I didn't like people sort of create a portfolio and go into like an entry level job and work their way up. And I just was like, no, I'm just gonna go in, and just be me. And I I get like probably in the early days, it probably came across as really naive doing that because it's like I literally set up my own game studio with Adam and we had no prior games industry experience but as I said we brute forced our way through it and now we've been in the games industry for five or six years now we can say we are hashtag in- industry veterans well we're not but it seems like in the <laughs> industry it seems like we're five, like a, five, we're like five six years in this industry is basically 10 15 at this point yeah well, it's because Northern Ireland industry is so small and there's so many new talented studios have popped up recently. So I feel like when I say we've been around for like five or six years, it's like, oh, you're old people. You've been around for a while. Um, but yeah, we, Adam and I, Adam did games development at Queen's and I did computer science. That's where we met. And then um, we stayed on to do the masters and we did a group project with two of our friends and that was um we entered like some competitions with that it was like part of like an entrepreneurship module thing um michael O'Kane from inertial drift he was in my year as well at uni so it was quite quite the games year um but me adam and the two friends we did um a business that was based on our final year project for a year it was like if you put bluetooth beacons in museums and you walked up to them and they would tell you what was nearby and stuff it was like if there was like a crowded area or you needed to see the information about the thing in your own language or you wanted to have like an audio guide on your phone and it seems kind of like a no-brainer now but sort of 2014-2015 was quite technology for that wasn't quite there yet but um we did that for a year anyway after graduating kind of brought that out it's like our spun out our final year project and got some support like got office space from the university and stuff to carry that on and then was on the Propel program um, that Invest and I run. And Coffee Box Games, which is a Bellular Gaming now, they were also on that program. I was just kind of walking past them every day being like, they get to make games. They're making games. That's cool. I want to make games. And Adam was thinking the same thing as me. So after we were sort of like this project thing isn't, this final year project into a real business isn't really working. Um, Adam and I did a game jam. We did Ludum Dare. Um, it was Ludum Dare 36, I think, and the theme was ancient technology. And we were like, if we can do a game for a weekend, 
and we have fun making it. We'll set up white pot and we'll give it a go. And here we are, <laughs> six six years later. Here we, here five we years are. later. Who would have thought you'd be here six years later? Who would have thought? Exactly. Ah, I set you up for the fucking <laughs> the meme. Ah, you didn't take the oh. bait. You didn't take the bait. Well, that's on you because you missed it. You missed it. I did. I you did. It. That was foolish. Let's do it again, Johnny. No, Johnny, no. Who would have no. thought? No, Johnny. Who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? Look at look at us. Look at us. Look at us go. Look at us go. <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? Who? Who would have thought? I actually can't remember what Paul Rudd said. <laughs> I can, rem yeah, I can remember gone. his face. I can remember his face. I can remember the head movement he does. I have no idea what he says. My mind is drawn a blank. But don't worry, you know, hopefully, I'm sure that this is just as excruciatingly awkward for everyone listening as it is for me, so it's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Let's talk of your favorite game, pets. Um, why pets specifically? Because of all the games that I've been talked about across seven years of my favorite game at this point, pets is what would be defined as a very unusual game, shall we say? Yeah, that that's about right. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's the game itself is fun right the, the the premise is you adopt and look after and play with virtual pets mm. it's like like a tamagotchi but way more involved um and a bit more complex anyway a bit more complex and there was like a, it started off as this thing called oddballs and then it turned into like pets were cats and dogs and then there was pets two pets three pets four and then i think pets five it got bought off and then was eventually killed um, but I, it was the game itself um, Pets 3 I got on a, a disc from someone my dad knew I think or some magazine that someone my dad knew had and I couldn't even install it on my computer at first the first computer um, I tried to install it on I couldn't install it on it was too old hmm. so I remember getting like a new computer one Christmas lucky me and um installing pets three on that and it finally worked and i remember watching it install being like whoa it's like finally have windows millennium edition not windows 98 anymore this is actually going to work now windows millennium uh, you fucking hipster <laughs> when i just realized when, when you said windows millennium was that actually windows 2000 windows 2000 is like the networked one i think where it was windows me is like the was the home edition i think don't quote me on that don't quote me on it, just keep it, you know, in, in audio form for Time Immortal, but <laughs> close enough. But oh no, it was a wind compact Presario with a big purple case and this big CRT monitor that had these big speakers out the side of it. Everything about it was really big and bulky and I loved it. And it 
would run pets. It was the first machine I had that ran pets. Mm. And I installed this game and I was like, this is cool. This is cute. I get to have these pets. I get to like adopt these virtual pets. This is cool. Um, and it wasn't long after that, I got the internet. And pets was the first game I had after that I was playing when I got the internet. And I was Googling it and I found you could, people had made things you could download for it. Like, so this, this to me was like, imagine it was just unthought of that you could download custom carts for something like Diddy Kong Racing. Do you know what I mean? So the mm. fact I could suddenly download custom dog for pets that someone had made, I was like, this is, this is insane. I remember my mum was out in the garden and I ran downstairs. I was like, mom, I just downloaded 20 different dogs. And she was like, okay, that's nice, dear. Oh God. <laughs> So it was the first game I played that I realized you could expand. The first time I found an online community, first time I found fan-made content, first time I made stuff that I shared with other people, Um, first time I edited game files. So I was like 11 using a hex editor and not realizing what I was doing. And it was just following tutorials. First time you follow a guide, first time you find a forum post with screenshots being like, why isn't this working? And it was just, it introduced me to that entire world of making content and sharing content, making websites to like share the dogs and cats you'd made. It was always with a Z, by the way. Imagine I'm saying all dogs and cats and pets. Every time I say that, it's with a Z. It's 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 that sort of hipster thing at the time of putting a Z at the end of everything. It, it actually looks so cool. <laughs> When in actuality, it's not <laughs> going online, world web. That the most early to mid two thousands thing you could think of. Yeah, putting a Z at the end of everything because it feels hip, modern, cool. You Pretty can't much. see. You and it can't, was. You can't see the. You can't see this, but I'm just sort of giving the sort of mid two thousands look to Vicky. Just going like, eh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, and the guys, the guys that made it, it was. PF Magic, and they weren't ever really involved in any of the fan stuff. Like, I don't ever think they, I, you know, what? I actually, I'd love to talk to them. I'd love them to know, like, what, what they've spawned. I love them. I'd love them to know what they've done, <laughs> and, like, in the best possible way. But they were, it wasn't like, do you know the way now there would be, like, modding communities and creators of the games would be really, like, hands-on. They'd be, they'd have a Discord about it and stuff. This was straight up, like, PF Magic were this mythical company that just sort of made this game and they never really talked about it very much and that was that was it. And technically, you know, it was like, oh, you're not meant to mod the pets, you're not meant to hex the pets, you're not allowed to do that. But no one from PF Magic was ever going to come after anybody because they just sort of were never around, if that made sense. And they ended up um, years later doing Facade, which a lot of people know. Um, where you're doing that it's like the the game with the couple in like the apartment and you kind of like walk through like the sort of interactive story it uses like um, a lot of like AI tech stuff and I think people would know them more from that than from pets but you can tell if you're looking at facade you can tell they've got the same weird structure as the pets where it's all based on balls with a Z where everything's made of balls and joints and lines with a Z and all these things are a Z. <laughs> the reason why pets sticks out for me is not so much pets itself but 
dogs basically because this will and you'll hear this story later in the season close to the end of the season um but there used to be a, a, a company in the uk called tiny and tiny would sell computers uh in the late 90s early 2000s and they would have um dogs installed pre-installed on their computers along with um mavis beacons typing simulator type yes yes mavis yes i actually i actually forgot i actually forgot her name when i was talking with jordan bradley about this Mavis beacon teaches typing she's the only reason i can type as fast (laughs) exactly um and there was one there was one on a game that you could play that um Tiny with Puddle. I mentioned to you uh, this game before we started. It was Dogs and Mavis Beacon and something else, and I can't remember for the life of me. Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, it wasn't Roller Coaster Tycoon. I actually remember. I played so much Commander Keen. I forgot about that. Played a lot of Commander Keen as well. Just complete tangent, but anyway. Um, I feel that's worth mentioning in passing because it feels like such a late 90s, early 2000s thing to have basically tiny computer referenced in, a, in an episode of a UK or Irish podcast, basically, because you couldn't walk 500 yards without going and do a tiny, basically, or seeing a tiny ad in a magazine or a bus stop or something at that time. They went defunct in 2002. Brand used until 2005. Jesus. So that, 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 so that, that actually was basically the dot-com bubble, wasn't it? Cause like they were really fucking big in the early 90s or not early 90s the late 90s and early 2000s like they basically had a sponsorship with wimbledon in the premier league before they went off the milton Keynes. yeah i feel like they were at school loads like a lot of the school computers were oh tiny. yeah 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 all the uh uh key stage two computers were all in there not key stage two but like oh what would you call the computers you would use in secondary school I mentioned... oh c2k that's that's it Oh my god, that's it! I I said, I I I basically said to Jordan when we recorded her episode a few weeks earlier um, that we were all using these uh, ICT computers, and I couldn't remember for the life of me what they were actually called. Uh, whenever you were doing IT class, so I just basically said, "Oh, we would play on these on on these ICT uh, computers." I I forgot C two K. I um during my uni years, one of the university streets I lived on, um was near a school. It was very near Methody, and I'd, I'd go into the kitchen to make a cup of tea, and my Wi-Fi would be like, "Do you want to connect to C two K?" Because it was so close to Methody, <laughs> and it was like, "I can't escape this." Like I finished school years ago. Why is C two K still? He wake up in the middle of the night in a sweat, being like, "I forgot my C2K password." <laughs> it's like, "Okay, you left school eleven years ago. Why is this still happening?" Oh dear God! Oh dear God! So yeah, that was just sort of a passing tangent on my part. Anyway, I just figured that's worth mentioning because <laughs> dogs, tiny computers, because tiny computers would have uh, dogs sort of pre-installed on it. That's sort of my experience of the franchise. Anyway, just sort of eight nine year old johnny just basically playing pets or not pets dogs dogs um what what specific sort of animals were you looking after in the game anyway like that you were sort of really fascinated with anyway for lack of a better term anyway oh there you it was like 
really good way to learn different breeds of dogs and like cats as well because you could literally adapt like adopt adopt uh like a Maine Coon or a Russian Shorthair or um it was literally just cats and dogs there was pigs and bunnies in a later edition of them but people would again because the the animal files themselves were just a series of balls and lines and you could combine those to make anything so people would um, because you used a hex editor to change the files it was called hexing so people would hex dragons butterflies there was this woman um she was called caroline and her website was caroline's creations and she was just like the god of hexing she just made so much stuff and everyone was like it's it's strange because this the community that i was part of um it was mostly young girls um or and older women it was really for what we were doing like hex editing files as like a bunch of 11 and 12 year olds like teenage teenage girls it was it was like kind of it felt like um it's normally that would be like modding games would be such like a masculine space but just being that age and having that online community of other girls who were doing the same thing as me it's a bit like neopets as well for like the shop pages and stuff like that it was just it was really it was really important formative years for me i think and some of the girls i knew from then like i still have them on facebook you know um i one of them lives in like america and she had a kid recently and i sent um sent like a god what do you call it it's not, all i can think is like baby warming instead of house warming is <laughs> it when someone has a kid you send them a baby warming gift <laughs> Something I would say like I would say a baby shower gift, but like yeah, that, but they were already born at that point. But that's that's the kind of I didn't really have like super good friendships like that through a lot of school. So it was really mm. important to me that I had that online, and the fact that I still have those people on Facebook and stuff, and still see how they're doing. Like we sent each other like Christmas cards and birthday cards, and like um. It's like trying to convince my mom. Like I promise that I'm talking to a girl, like who's the same. An actual human. Yeah, because in her mom and my mom, they talk to each other and like MSM webcam. Be like, oh hello, I see our daughters are talking again. Just going past in the background, and that was this. That was really cute, and I'm really yeah. I think I'm. It's not so much the game itself as like the community around the game. I don't think had I got into that space. I would have, like, I would like to think, because I love Mario and stuff, and I love games. I love GoldenEye. love my PlayStation. love my Nintendo. But I just, I don't know if I'd got into that creative, like, modding the pets, making websites to show my pets off to people. I probably would have eventually got into that with, like, Neopets or something. But I just think getting into that when I did, I just think was really, like, pivotal to, like, who I am today. Just the I've ended up being this weird nerd programmer that like makes games. Um, I don't know if that would have happened without pets. Hmm. And that's what PF Magic has to answer for. That's what they. That's why they need to be held accountable. <laughs> they need to be held accountable for their heinous crimes in this trilogy or in, the, in this industry <laughs> for bringing Vicky Potts into into this world. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it's a trilogy. I don't know why I thought that. Because this this is a multi-part saga. It is a is it a multi-part saga? Should should we be worried here? <laughs> That's ninety nine. 
coming back, baby. No, no that'd be cool. <laughs> it's coming back in pog form. <laughs> <laughs> um, like oh, God. Platforms oh my platforms God. Platforms coming out on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jess Campbell had a massive laugh. That's Sky remember when we recorded her episode. <laughs> and I'm now just sort of broken and talking about Skyrim, thinking it'll <laughs> never die. Todd Hard will never let Skyrim die. You know, I've not got past the So You're Awake. Oh my. <laughs> You've not even got past the game. I spent so long <laughs> customizing character like i just i need to sit down and play it it's a shame that i haven't like it's an absolute travesty but i'm I mean, too busy i mean i'm i'm laughing and i'm somewhat mocking the amount of releases skyrim has got <laughs> but you probably should play it because it's actually a really good game yeah um uh right back 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 to pets back to pets um or uh, specifically other sort of games like it like what other sort of games like pets we playing at the time like sort of digital pet games like um dogs or tamagotchi nintendo dogs or neopets etc there wasn't really anything else like it at the time it was before like nintendo dogs and stuff it was before mm. the ds was the thing neopets was kind of similar but different like neopets was all about your shop pages and the html and your shop pages and getting the advent calendar getting the brushes getting the paint brushes getting into like stock markets going to the money tree going to the omelet getting like it was it was like a different beast um whereas pets was more like how do i change the tail of this dog breed to be 10 times as big and really fuzzy and stripy and then if i breed it with another dog is it going is are all their offspring gonna have really fucked up tails or is it gonna work out the way I wanted? And then can I post this on my GeoCities pets page and be like, hey, look at all my adoption you'd be like adoptions with a Z. Um people get really there was a lot of protectiveness over like certain files. Um there's a few scandals where people like duplicated people's files. And it's like, I guess oh my goodness, I wish like NFTs would be a great use case for this. I, this is cursed. This is absolutely cursed content. This is atrocious. Don't give I was them like, ideas. For the love of God, do not <laughs> give them ideas. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking there, like, people would be like, oh, I sent you this pet for adoption, and you duped the file, and you kept the original, and now there's two of this, and I, I hexed this with my own skin, and how dare you? And I'm just thinking, like, that's cursed. I hate it. I actually hate that this that words even left my mouth disgraceful oh my god well you you've done it now you've put it out into the world why would you do that why would you why would you curse it even more because pf magic needs to be held accountable <laughs> they can be held accountable <laughs> for fucking the need for nfts i know i was joking <laughs> um the one thing i think actually... nfts are stupid for the record by the oh way. absolutely to... You'll hear me going on big massive fucking there. rant on NFTs. I'm one of those. I'm one of those right clickers. 
you're you're a rebel for the calls, Vicky. You you're a rebel with the calls. A calls they sort of right click and save. The thing that I've actually sort of picked up on is actually um the sense of and you sort of alluded to it is um the sense of community that pets has given you. And we sort of discussed this a little bit before we started recording, how it, it, it gave you that sense of direction in terms of what you wanted to be, anyway. Um, like, talk to me a little bit about that, anyway. I was happiest when I was making stuff. I'd, like, get home from school and be like, I'm going to edit some pets today. Like, that was that was my jam. That was my thing. Um, and I just sort of carried that and then even showing that to other people I had to do that on a website and it was back then it was literally a matter of opening notepad and learning how to make an html page from scratch so I wouldn't have done that had I not been trying to show off the pets stuff and and then there was so many people doing it just all being like look at this look at this look at this I've made this, what do you think? And we're all like the same age and we're all giving feedback and then people would like steal snippets of code off other people's websites and stuff. Like, oh, I, I put this lovely heart, hearts following my cursor on my webpage. Oh, that's cool, I'll do that too. It's like, no, how dare you copy me? So much like competition like that and stuff as well. Um, and then there was like different forums. There's different chat rooms. People would use AOL Instant Messenger a lot. Um, then we moved on to MSN um no like that's kind of ended up with everyone on Facebook even though we're all like 30 now it's like 20 years later and everyone has kids now it's crazy um the the, the thing I got from sort of also that sort of aspect of community is pets gave you a lot of firsts in a way like that sense of community as well but not just that that sense of creation of wanting to create like um like you say just learning how to code learning how to use html learning how to mod it feels like the game sort of gave you a lot of firsts anyway and that is why it is my favorite game like don't get me wrong the game itself was fun and great and i really loved my little pixels um i grew really attached to them but it is the meta context around it that I think I just I can't think of the only other modern equivalent I can think of is Minecraft in in terms of the sheer level of like kids who are like eight, nine, ten, eleven, being able just to go and make stuff with and then just start being like, here's what I made. Here's like I would compare it to Minecraft in terms of like just the sheer amount of possibilities uh, and I know that's a big stress this is some big hot takes here like this is hot take but I do think it's the best way I can convey how much kind of opportunity there was at the time for for what it was which was essentially a virtual pet game mm. I feel I feel like for me Minecraft sort of feels like the realization of what people can do more within design than anything but i know there's other aspects to it as well anyway yeah i feel um because I, I love minecraft and i play it a lot and i'll look up a tutorial for something and i have about 10 seconds into the video i'm like 
this is like an eight-year-old. They've got like a cool slick intro. They've uploaded this. Like it's like <laughs> so they're like they're learning all the like the video editing and the production and like making a YouTube page header and stuff, even though they're just playing Minecraft. And it was kind of the same with pets. It wasn't just I'm modifying the pets. It was like making a website and posting for feedback on a forum. It's like the few things put young people into those kind of scenarios, like games that encourage you to make your own content. Hmm. And I just, I just think it's really, it's good just general life skills as well. But then again, I don't want to sound like one of those people that put like internet forum moderator on their CV, but the equivalent now would be like Discord moderator. But um, that it's not to sniff out those kind of like because like no 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 social no. media management, community management, those are those are bona fide skills. That shit's hard. Mm. It's not easy to do. Mm. And if you're like eleven years old posting stuff on a forum and then like having to ban people and delete posts, shit, that's all good life skills for when you need to ban and delete people in real life <laughs> but i digress that's a massive digress no, i do agree with you like um like form moderators moderators form admins they're not something you put on like you say cv but the skills you learn from it like social media content social, social media curation and sort of helping to build a community those are skills you can help build up through the sort of time you've been as as those roles anyway and i can certainly attest to that a little bit anyway yeah um the other thing i i've sort of picked up is like you said earlier you're always happiest when you're making stuff uh like when you were like you were doing with pets does that does that still apply even now yeah it's turned now that i'm 30 and i'm old and boring it's turned into like i really want to i really want to decorate everything and it's the same kind of thing it's i think it's a bit of an adhd thing as well it's like yeah it's, there's it's, something it's that else i can focus thing. on yeah it's that because like you know me autism dicky adhd hi <laughs> yeah if there's something if there's something i can throw all my sort of passion into to distract me from stuff for an hour or two it will it'll happen is, is is that why you're sort of itching to get the ground running for the new house basically yeah yeah we <laughs> just moved into a new house and it was a couple of days before my 30th birthday and i got absolutely every we just moved everything in we got stuff ready for people to come around for like a housewarming on my birthday and then we've done absolutely fuck all since because we front loaded all the stress of moving so um you can't see but on zoom where i'm talking to johnny strategically blurred my background to hide the ceiling high pile of boxes that have now just become commonplace in the house because see so, yeah. the, the only thing i can sort of make the only thing i can sort of make out from the blur is sort of adam working away in the background just sort of moving his shadow moving every now and then and oh I god can... no that's not him that's i don't know wait what, what? adam's beside me i don't know what's moving in the background what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> let me i'll turn off the blur let's see uh 
Oh my god! The stuff. It's not Adam. That's just a. That's just stuff. There's Adam there. <laughs> so yeah, this is. I need to get. I need to get stuck in. Oh my god! Oh, I need to dear. get stuck in. Oh dear! Oh dear! Dear dear! Yeah, just we got to end a livable, workable state because we're living out of boxes anyway. Because mm. we just left our flat and then moved in with Adam's parents and then moved in here. So we were kind of like, here are the core things that we have been using for the past three months. Everything else is in boxes. So it's just sort of stayed in boxes. And I mm. need to need to throw a lot of things away. Need oh, to use. Yeah. I like to use Oleo to give things I don't need away to people that do need them. Um, so, yeah. I feel like the big takeaway from that is just that you're ready to go all Sims on it. Completely oh, Sims so I made the house in The Sims the day we viewed it. I've been playing <laughs> a lot of Sims 4. I remember making it and I said, Adam, I hope we get this house because I've already made the floor plan. And like, <laughs> I made Tony Hawk in The Sims. It's a long story. I can't oh no, 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 no. We ain't got time to unpack all of that. No, 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 no. You ain't going to do something like that. Come on, tell the story. Right, there's a subreddit called, oh, it's like, oh, what is it? It's something like, oh, hey, you look like Tony Hawk or something. And the entire subreddit is just stories of people going up to Tony Hawk and being like, oh, hey, you look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> it's like, it's literally Tony Hawk. Um, one of the ones he got on a plane. Oh, he's carrying a skateboard. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> he's like, I think he is Tony Hawk. It's like, yes. <laughs> There's another one where um, he booked a car rental and he turned up for the keys and the woman was like, oh my God, I thought that was a prank because someone just said Tony Hawk. I was like, oh, yeah, right. She cancelled this booking, but it was Tony Hawk. <laughs> or just people going up to him and straight up being like, you really look like Tony Hawk. So for whatever reason... I had seen some Sims 4 content earlier in the day and I was like, what should I do? I've just got Sims 4. I think I got it in Game Pass through the EA Play stuff. So I was like, what should I do? I was like, I'll make a Sim that looks like Tony Hawk and I'll call it Tony Hawk. And it will be Tony Hawk, but people will just be like, that guy looks like Tony Hawk. He ended up marrying Dennis Kim and they are happily together and have been for several sim years they turned off aging and death apart from unless someone dies in like something like a fire or something but i turned off aging i maxed out all of tony's skills he's a level 10 chef he's a level 10 snowboarder he's a level 10 cocktail maker he's a level 10 fitness enthusiast yeah and he visited my house that i made in the sims and now whenever I see Tony Hawk, I'm like, that guy looks like my Sim. Forgot that he's an actual person that's not Tony Hawk the Sim. So there you go, Johnny. That's You asked for that and you got it. That's what you asked for. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I asked for, basically. I don't know, I don't know what else I expected, basically. <laughs> it's basically... I'm basically Michael Bluth now from Arrested Development. I don't know what, I, I don't know what else I expected. My goal is for EA to put in snowboarding, sorry, skateboarding into The Sims because they have snowboarding in and he's a level 10 snowboarder. But it'd be really cool if I could make my Sim that looks like Tony Hawk skateboard. Well, 
Skate 4 is happening. I I don't see any reason why EA shouldn't be able to put it in as 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 a skill for the ne- the next expansion you or know. whatever. You heard it here first. Game. Play so, Diary scoops are born here. I don't know if I'd necessarily call that a scoop as it's more of a prediction. Ah, but we can will it into existence. I don't even know if I'd even call that a prediction. That's just sort of me talking on my arse, basically. So. I mean, if it happens, I'll take it. Someday. Someday. You take credit if it happens. If Someday. it happens, you can take credit. Someday. Someday it'll happen, I'm but sure. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, we digress massively from the point of pets. Um, da, 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 da. Um, so, what else do you like about pets that we've not talked about yet? It was genuinely kind of relaxing. Just to, like... You could like play with the virtual pets. You could just like literally you could just get a little paint bucket, paint them different colors and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember that with dogs anyway. Yeah. Um people would make custom toys. There's different rooms, so you could take them to like a back garden. There was little mice that would run around the living room. You could catch the mice and stuff. Um, and then you could make your own little scenes as well with like custom wallpapers. Um yeah, it was just it was a really cute, wholesome game. It was simple. It was really simple. And I just, creators never intended it to be as emergent as it became, I don't think, just in terms of the content that people why, made. Why, why do you think it did become uh, emergent and complex as it did? I think it was a combination of it being. It was around the time a lot of people my age got the internet for the first time. Um, forums were really taking off as a thing. And it was just, and then one or two good tutorial writers hmm. was all it really took for people to be like, I could give that a go. I could edit these files and make the cats and dogs look different. And yeah, it was just, I can't pinpoint exactly why it was so, I think. There was just something about it. I think it was just the because it's like oh, it's a cutesy game, but it's like really you can actually do this tech stuff and make it like really cool. Mm. Um, what didn't you like about it? Um, trying to think what I didn't like about it. There was only so much you could actually do in terms of like gameplay. All the all the like I said, my love for it comes from the skills and the memories of like the community and stuff. The game itself, it's it's kind of limit. Like you know, you can adopt a pet. It grows up. They have babies. Sometimes they run away. I don't think they could actually die. I think they could just run away. But then you could just move the file from the runaway folder to the pets folder. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty limited. I didn't like. Um, I remember Pets Five coming out, so that was like near the end of the series, and I think it had been. I think maybe Ubisoft bought it over, or something at that point, and it was mm. like the files weren't as customizable. You were locked into things. They'd. They. It was sort of like, oh no, it's gone corporate. Pets has gone corporate. No, <laughs> it's that kind of vibe. And then I think it just kind of died off after that. Um. Oh no, our game. It's corporate now. <laughs> Pretty much. It felt like that. It felt like it went from like almost like 
not quite indie, but it was this like little gem of this little like hidden gem, and then suddenly it's like, oh yeah, the, they've like got big studio behind them. Like this is gonna be class. This is gonna be so good. And then everyone was like, this is actually really, ugh, they've changed it. I don't like it. They changed it to to this sort of publisher mentality. This big publisher mentality of the game should be this. The game should be that basically. Yeah, so a lot of the hardcore fan base, like you know, like me. <laughs> I remember, I remember not being happy with Pets Five. I remember not being happy with it. Um, it was the first game I ever ordered online. Talked my parents into letting me order it online, and I remember going to my secondary school open day, and coming home and it had arrived. I remember that really clear as day, and. Yeah, it was just different. It wasn't the same game. I can't even remember why, but yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading the pets fandom page. I'm I'm literally reading up on pets five now, just to sort of see when this happened. This was two. I thought this is two thousand and five. This happened two thousand and two. Yeah. So radical changes to core gameplay, lack of backwards compatibility, and substandard new breeds. Yes, you couldn't take your pets five pets and put them in pets four and three and four. And that was a really big thing. There was new breeds. They introduced a German Shepherd, I think, and the fan-made, community-made German Shepherd was better than the official one. Oh, dear. Caused a lot of upset. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh dear. I think that's sort of all I can say to you. <laughs> it's just one of the, they had a good thing and then Why 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 break what isn't already broken? Why fix what, what isn't broken basically? I don't know. I think it I think it was because they it's like it has like publisher money behind it now and comes a different different thing altogether. Mm. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I just remember being really dis it was the first time is another first first time you're really hyped for a release and then you're let down that you everyone has that where they're like i'm so hyped for this game and then it comes out and you're like oh no so that was the first time i got burned by that as well oh i've had two final fantasy 14 and persona 5 so no feeling everybody knows the feeling that's five persona five they're both it took me years it's all Whenever it's you... all in fives because I see P5 written, and in my head, that's still Pets 5, not Persona 5. So I'll see mm. people tweeting about, like, oh, playing P4 and P5, and I'm like, Pets 4? Pets 5? It's like, no, it's Persona. <laughs> but that's still ingrained into my brain, even though I haven't played it in years. It's, um, it's not even just that. It's the fact that you sort of abbreviate Primary 4 and Primary 5 as well, especially if you're yes. in Northern Ireland. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, see, I'm Pets <laughs> on the brain. Formative years scarred by northern irish primary school basically that's sort of the only way to describe it but yeah i'm glad like even though the franchise didn't have the most dignified events but pf magic went on to do that facade game which i thought was pretty cool um people sort of know them for that mm. oh there's babies as well completely forgot babies you it can't was, see I, this, but my eyes just widened at what Vicky has just said. There are babies, babies with a Z. Babies with a Z. Babies with a Z. Um, it was the same thing, but instead of pets, it was babies, and they were still made 
at the core from balls and lines because the whole thing started off that, as that sounds mentally terrifying thinking about it see when you're like you're edit people have made tools now where you don't need to hex edit you don't need to open the hex files and change numbers individually anymore there's like editors where you can just open the like you know like with like any modeling software you could add, you can just drag things and move them around and mm. um, people eventually made editors for changing them and it's just like when you see what they're made of and you can like people like make their eyeballs massive and stuff it's really freaky Oh, but yeah, there was the whole thing's based off oddballs, which were they weren't even cats and dogs at first. They were just weird creatures. And then I think someone said to them like, "Hey, do you know, it'd be really commercially viable if you made them these cute pets instead." <laughs> um, and I think they were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Was this after the Ubisoft acquisition? No, this was a, this was before. So oh, oddballs okay, okay. came if, before if the, pets. Okay, no, I mean, I mean babies. Oh no, when did babies come out? I feel like babies nineteen ninety nine. Oh, so this was before Ubisoft. Okay, I thought this was a yeah. Ubisoft mandated game. No, babies wasn't too bad actually. I remember playing it and quite liking it. So it was kind of like oh you could have you they could still I think what happened was for five it had a new developer and a publisher. Hmm. Because I'm seeing here, babies, it says, was all developers were Ubisoft. It might have just been that new developer got carried over to. Mm. But there will always be a special place in my heart for PF Magic. Mm. I don't know the Knowing what I know now about the games industry, I would love to know all the, like, the ins and outs of who worked on what and why and why it changed hands and when. But I'm sure that's secrets people will take to the grave. Um, this feels weird to be even asking this. Um, but top three pets games, what would they be? I'm guessing five would be absolutely nowhere in the top three at all. I think the top one would be pets four, mm. closely followed by pets three, <laughs> slightly less fleshed out pets four, and then. I guess you know, I'll say oddballs for the third one. It was the one that started it all. It was weird. I'll go for oddballs. So Pets 4, which was the last one before the franchise fell off a cliff. Then Pets 3, which was the first one I played. And then oddballs, which was the one that started it all. Hmm. Well, technically they had one called just balls. And it was a fighting <laughs> game. But then I think they were like, we need to keep adding things onto these balls each time to make, <laughs> to make this more commercial. There are too many dirty thoughts going through my head right now that I do not wish to repeat on air. Wait, I, I've, I've told a big fib, Johnny. Oh. I was mistaken. Cats came out first. Oh. Then oddballs. Then they must have thought, you know what? Time for dogs. There you go. Hmm. There we go. We learn something new every day. My favorite game. I learned something about my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those uh, fake pets fans. I don't know the lore. <laughs> God, you're such a fake, fake fan. 
Um, right, so, yes, honorable mentions. There's one in particular that I actually half interrupted you about earlier, um, just before we got into pets, and that was... I don't know if I don't know if you'd consider it an honorable mention, but I'll mention it here anyway. Um, Maple Story. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Maple Maple Story was. So Maple Story was my post pets, natural progression, into the next stage of my, of finding online communities. The people, I knew in my maple story guild when i was 14 i still also have on facebook people i've never met people that live in florida people that live in sweden um it was just as it was just as good for the, the community side of things obviously not as customizable because it was it's a korean mmorpg can't really <laughs> go in and well there the people i remember there was private service for a while but they all got shut down but there was stuff like that but um it wasn't nearly as customizable to the extent pets was but it was the first thing it was the first like mmo i played it was the first thing with i'd played with all the depth of like here's my stats here's my builds i need to get this boss to get this item i need a guild to help me do that i need to finish this quest line to help me do that there's just so much content it was incredibly dangerous to give to me to play and it's sort of funny because I played that game for so long and it was the only thing I played for so many years. And it being by originally by Wise Wise and then Nexon took over it. It was it had a lot of things like it had the cash shop and microtransactions and all that sort of maybe a good couple of years before that started even being mentioned as like a thing in the sort of like western gaming spheres so for a long time i just kind of thought that was normal <laughs> like having that kind of stuff and it is now i guess but um i remember when the, i would go on to the the nexon website and i'd buy 10 dollar nx cash card for like five pounds this is back when the exchange rate for dollars to pounds was pretty good it's about you know half yeah, ten dollars was five quid, and that was that's pretty good. It's not like that anymore. Hmm. But um, remember sheepishly just being like, "Mom, can I have money for my game?" Every couple of months, like going, like, "Can I have a tenner? Want to buy a new hat?" Um, so I played that for a long time. Was was that um, is that the only MMO you've ever played, or has there been more? He says, waiting for the setup to say, ask if for a particular question. Um, it's the only one I really heavily like got into in that in like that. It depends how broad you're making MMO. I'm gonna let you ask your next question, and then we'll see how it ties in. Viggy. Do you know Final Fantasy fourteen has a sixty day free trial or a forty day free trial where you can play up to level sixty, including Final Fantasy fourteen, a Realm Reborn, and an Endwalker expansion? Johnny, <laughs> I have voluntarily removed myself from <laughs> the possibility of me even playing Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> because I do you know. I remember playing, I remember the Maple Story patch where they introduced 
warnings in the chat for when you've been logged on for too long. And be like, you've been playing for one hour, so you should take a break. You've been playing for two hours, you should take a break. I remember that getting to 24 hours over the summer holidays. What the and me fuck? logging off and me being like just one more party quest. I can I like uh Orbis party quest has a glitch. I can I can get to level 60 if I just like stay up for another five hours. Like that I cannot play final. I just I've I've written it off. It's just like a thing that I have done. My vow of Final Fantasy chastity. I am never going to play that game. Because well, my friends play it. Oh I and fucking I, play it. And I I hear them. You guys go into the golden casino ball to do your lottery this Saturday or whatever the fuck. And <laughs> I I don't I don't indulge because I cannot be trusted. I have an addictive personality and I'm staying the fuck away from it because I know I will never log off. I had to ask myself to be banned from forums during my GCSEs because I was posting so much shit because I have zero self-control. So this is how I will exert some self-control over my life by not playing that game. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I, that I, is... I, I get it. I get it. Um, did you not at least play um, WoW at least before? I never liked the camera controls because oh. I played MapleStory for so long with its little 2D cutesy graphics. And people would look at it and be like, that looks like shit. That looks like a little kid's game. And I'm like, you even tried to beat like fucking Zakum boss. You know? <laughs> I just I never really got into why they haven't the subscription thing put me off. Mm. Um it just wasn't really accessible to me as a teenager. Mm. But I was lucky enough to scrounge a tenor off my mum like every couple of months for like some NX cash. But then you know it would expire. It would all expire. You'd get a pet, you'd get an outfit. You get a hat, all expire within 90 days. Jeez. Ahead of the game. I'm telling you they're ahead of the game. I um I played different versions of Maple Story as well. I played the Japanese version. Um I can't even remember how I got through the sign-up process. I got married in the Japanese version to another player, because if you got married, you get like certain buffs and stuff. And I such a weeb I was able to get through the guides for like marriage and stuff and I genuinely can't even I like I find screenshots of me playing it and I'm typing stuff and I'm like how the, like for like I'm so good at retaining information for like exactly the amount of time I need it and it just goes, <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> so that was a phase I went through one summer and then I played Maple C because um there was I remember there was um a map called Aqua Road and it was an underwater map. And I thought it was called Maple Sea because it had Aqua Road. Mm. It was called Maple Sea because it was Maple Story for Southeast Asia. <laughs> so I played that for a bit. Um, it was quite laggy though, but it had like extra maps that like the European and global version didn't have. So that was cool. Hmm. So yeah, I played it a lot, hmm. maybe too much. The, the the need to stay away from Final Fantasy fourteen is now commendable as a result because like Jesus Christ, twenty four hours for a break. Oh my God! I like I probably went for food. I would like to think you went for the toilet at least. Jesus. No, I just shit myself as I put. <laughs> oh God no! No, you did not. Stop that. No. 
Stop hacking the gack. Um, all right. So besides Maple Story, what other honorable honorable mentions do you have? So speaking of no self control, there is Rust by Face Punch. I played six hundred hours of that in three months. That was a bad summer. That was when I needed to log off. Again, this is why I'm not ever playing Final Fantasy. Um, it, it was really fun. There's a story that Adam always likes to tell about um, emergent gameplay and how we defeated some bad guys in that game. But um, in case he ever does a my favorite game, I'll, not, um, I'll let him share that story in case he ever does one of these. Adam, but, um, it, please come on at some point. I will pass this on to him. But it was um I'm pretty yeah, sure there you was... can hear me through those headphones. You're next oh, to him. He can't. He's in the <laughs> zone. He's working away. Fucking um, what... what was it? Um yeah, there was um like we sat up all night one night just like hacking away at this base and we like the sun was coming out the window and we're worried about them logging on again and stuff, and that was one of my best memories ever. Of like playing a game that was really fun. Um, play a lot of Overwatch. It's good. They call me Vicky Platinum Pots because I'm not that good at. <laughs> Placed in Platinum once and then was like too scared to ever play again because I knew I couldn't get up to like Diamond or anything. You peaked. You peaked. Peaked early. Plat Pots. You peaked as a chat. gamer. Um, what else? Capital Minecraft, a lot of Minecraft. When we all went into lockdown, so that we worked in a co-working space called the Pixel Mill before that, and we all went on the Minecraft server for a bit, and I, I rebuilt the Pixel Mill in Minecraft. So I was looking up like ceiling plans of Ormo Baths. That's the building it's in, floor plans and stuff. And I was like, geez, I hope nothing ever happens to this place because I'm going to be like the number one suspect. Like I see you have the floor plans of the building there. <laughs> so I lovingly recreated that in Minecraft. Um, Planet Zoo, Planet Coaster, Zoo Tycoon, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Loved those. Um, Sims as well. Love building games. Like weird one I'll match um it's like a trail makers build like a little vehicle. It's progressively more complex until you collect all these items on a map. And I got really into it. It was really fun. I've been playing Let's Build a Zoo recently. Oh my goodness, it's so fun. Um I love yeah, building games, simulation games, games where you can be silly, games where you can mess about, games where you can make stuff. Games where it's like fun just as fun retelling playing it as it is playing it i think hmm. it's my jam when you said so when i asked you to come on you said to me you had either had the option you decided to either talk of pets overwatch or roller coaster tycoon and i said this to jordan when you said roller coaster tycoon was an option i was like Oh fuck no! Oh fuck no! Oh fuck no! Fuck no! Why? Because of my shit. As <laughs> a funfair. <laughs> what? With my stuff of the funfair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 
Please, God, no, please don't think we're all good to take it. <laughs> I didn't actually say this to Vicky or Jordan, but I was just like, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to have to talk about the fun fair here. So, but like you didn't. So thank you. It's, I don't know if I, I still think between it and Zoo Tycoon, I've probably played more Roller Coaster Tycoon, but I think ultimately I prefer Zoo Tycoon. Mm. And I'll still, I I always still call Planet Zoo and Planet Coaster Zoo Tycoon. And I just, it's, it's like such a boomer thing. I don't think I'll ever get the name right for it. Um, so top three games ever. What would they be? Obviously Pets at the top. What would be second or third? Just in terms of general probably maple story just in terms of playtime and like life experience the amount of time i sunk into that and then overwatch third i guess oh, it's it's really hard i can't pick it depends what mood i'm in it literally i pick a game and i play it for months at a time mm. like I'll, I'll play overwatch for six months and then i'll play the sims for six months and then i'll play minecraft for six months Currently, it's Let's Build a Zoo. I've only been, I've been playing it and only it for the past couple of weeks. Just It depends when you catch me. It depends what mood I'm in. It really does. Fair enough. Fair enough. I play a game until I, am, until I can't even look at the icon without it reminding me of an entire time period and being like, no. Until you basically burn the last single drop of serotonin it provides you. It's basically the exact same with me and music. Until uh, until yep. I've basically repeated a song to death, I will keep listening to it. Yep. <laughs> so I did that with um watched Hamilton over lockdown, like four years after everyone else got really into like really fucking in, like really really into it and then i'm just like oh geez really really got over went a bit overboard there didn't you vicky so yeah it's it's that kind of thing <laughs> i think it's a neurodiversity thing definitely Pot Studios, an indie studio based in Belfast. My wonderful team been so busy this year. Earlier this year, we put out Stargazing, which is a re- relaxing, free to play. Wait, hang on. Stargazing was the start of the year? Oh, fuck yeah. me. Time is literally. I know. It does I, not just, longer exist as a concept. I mean, it's no. still, it's 2020, like month 23. It doesn't, you know what? It's because the Olympics this year was Tokyo 2020, Euro 2020. So it's fine. Everything's all I, I've, I've been of the belief time stopped the literal second who announced uh, COVID was a pandemic. Time stopped when they announced it was a pandemic, as far as I'm concerned. Still suspending, like, see, it's not fair. The last year of my 20s was spent in lockdown because then now I just have to turn 30. And I'm just, I guess, you know what? It is fair because at least it wasn't the start of my 20s. So I'll, I'll take what I've got. But you know what? Even if the start of your 20s wasn't lockdown, it's fine. You'll have a great time in your mid-20s. Help me, Johnny. I'm backpedaling. 
Get me out of this. Quick, <laughs> ask me something. Yes, so stargazing is an astronomically relaxing <laughs> pattern puzzler. Um, yep, stargazing for Android and iOS. Join constellation dot to dots. Make lovely patterns in the sky. Share your scores with your friends. See how quick you can draw the patterns. Make little scenes with the patterns. It's very cute. It's very relaxing. It's very pretty. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever made. Um, and then, of course, last Christmas we did Ho Ho Home Invasion, which was a Santa stealth free to play Christmas game. So if you join the Whitepot Studios Discord, discord.gg forward slash Whitepot, you can keep on top of all these lovely developments. And yeah, keep and us posted. And then be reminded every Wednesday by Jeff that it is indeed Wednesday, my dudes. Jeff is our little frog bot. And I love him. And when Jeff doesn't post, I get stressed. Because mm. I wonder, where is Jeff? Why is Jeff not posting? So it feels Jeff like, reminds me that it's Wednesday. It feels like me and Vicky get really worried and distressed when Jeff does not post on the server. Where are you, Jeff? So yeah, it's a lovely community server. You can apparently pop we can in. blame apparently we can blame Kaelin for when he's not posting. Cause of and solution to all of the Discord problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he, he's done the script. He's great. Oh yes, no yes, no yes. Um, yes, yes. Um, sorry. Continue hawking the shit. I think that was pretty much it. Um, yeah, I could have promoted your own Twitter. See, Johnny. Here's the th here's the thing. I post a lot of shite, and I don't really don't think it's fair all? to sub subject. I am at NinjaPots on Twitter. It's a username I came up with in 2011 when I was at the tail end of my Naruto phase. And oh my God, you were a weeb. Oh yeah, still trying to work out if I should change that handle because it's kind of it's very dated now. But yeah, I am NinjaPots on Twitter. Twitter account for WhitePot is at WhitePot. Lots of lots of good stuff. If you if you don't go for me, if you don't go check it out for me, at least go check it out for my team because they're very hardworking and very talented. We make good stuff. Thanks for listening to My Favourite Game, a podcast by PlayDiaries.com where people from the games industry come on to talk of their favourite game. If you want to listen to future episodes of My Favourite Game, as well as press play before they go live publicly on PlayDiaries and other podcast platforms, please consider becoming a $2 tier podcast early access patron to our Patreon at patreon.com slash playdiaries. Next week, Demon Rook on Dark Souls. Until next week, bye-bye.